0: Today on CityCast Boise, as we head into these chilly months, the spring season may feel out of sight, but Master Gardener Gretchen Anderson joins host Emma Arnold to tell us why now is a good time to prepare your garden for the spring and easy steps you can take to see the best results. It's Tuesday, November 7th. I'm Evelyn Avitia, in for Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about.
1: Hi, Gretchen, welcome back. Oh, it's so good to be with you again, Emma. I'm glad you're here because, first of all, I can't even move past it, but you started us out uh, right before we hit record by telling us uh, Boise has a really bad rap problem that people should know about? Yes. And I will say maybe not Boise, more like Eagle. Uh,
2: Yeah, I think maybe uh, it is in Boise, but I've read all the accounts on Next Door about rat sightings in Eagle.
1: And I've lived here long enough. We've never had rats. You've lived here forever and you know the same thing, right? I'm trying to think if I've ever like downtown seen a rat or even like out in the country towards Kuna or something. I don't feel like I've ever seen a rat. But now on Nextdoor, people are saying they have infestations. Mm. And you saw that somebody had trapped 13? 13 of them, with just one of those big
2: old, you know, wooden rat traps. You use the small ones for mice, but you have to get a big one for rats. And throw in peanut butter on it. And he's trapped 13 of them. And now that I think about my gardening situation... I was pulling fruit, you know, fruit and vegetable out of my garden that
1: had been nibbled on. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I was feeding them all summer long. <laughs> <laughs> Same over here. You know, I usually let the fruit drop and I just kind of let it like mulch back in, you know. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm like, oh, uh oh, probably need to pick all that up. And okay, well. Good to know. Good to know. If if you have fruit trees and stuff, maybe pull stuff up so that you're not encouraging them to hang around because they might come inside like the mice do uh, in the fall. Yeah, sure. Well, good to know. I I hate that you told me that, but also I'm glad that you told me that. (laughs) I was giving you a news tip. I was just giving you a news tip. Okay. (laughs) I just want to know what's the most essential thing people should be doing right now in their garden to ensure a great start in the spring. Uh,
2: actually, I will tell you is to clean up that fruit that you let drop on the ground. Because what happens is each type of fruit or vegetable has its own host of pests and critters that it it attracts. And if you leave them in the ground, those pests and critters can overwinter in that fruit. They have stuff to eat. They can live there. And then they come back up with a vengeance in the springtime. So the the one thing you want to do is clean up as much as you can. And right now. Emma,
1: do you know what the earliest possible frost date, average frost date is for our area? No, I have no idea. I was hoping you would tell me. (laughs) (laughs) So the earliest average frost date for our area is October 10th.
2: So we've passed it already and we haven't had any you know, below freezing temperatures here. I'm biding my time, I still have all my tomato plants out there, rats be darned, <laughs> and, <laughs> and hoping to get a few more ripe tomatoes, and as soon as I see something that says, oh, it's going to freeze on this night, I'll pull everything in, green tomatoes and all, and um, I, will leave, I will leave my tomato plants just sitting there, and let them decay right there. But mulch and work the soil around them. And we can get into that a little bit more. But that's the one thing you want to do is bring in all your produce uh, don't leave anything, even leaves down below those fruit trees that you have because you never know what's hiding underneath.
1: Here, I thought I was doing my peach tree this big favor and my apple tree like being like, I leave the fruit, it rots. It's like, but no, it's it's bad, I'm finding out. Well, good to know. I will definitely be picking that up now. <laughs> for new gardeners, can you explain why mulching and winterizing a garden bed for winter, it's so important, isn't it?
2: So, y- yes, uh, and I prefer to if I have to till the soil at all in my beds, I'll do it in the winter time, or or right before the winter time, and then mulch or put a layer of compost on the top of it. And what that does is, you know, in the winter time, the, the rains and the snow and all that stuff will work that new soil or that mulch into your garden. And there's nothing better than organic material for your garden beds. So that's, I mean, Pure and simple, that's the reasoning for that. The other thing you want to think about is, oh, well, Gretchen, I always till in the spring. Well, what you're doing is you're disturbing those microorganisms that have set up over the winter. And really, you don't want to do that. You want to get all your beds ready to plant in the fall.
1: Are you a cover crop gal? Do you do any cover crop, crops during the winter? I don't. But there are certainly a lot of people with bigger garden
2: spaces who do cover crops. And we talk about that a little bit on our Facebook page, 2C Master Gardeners. So if any of the listeners want more information on cover p- crops and their benefits from that, they can do that. What I do do is um, take the leaves from our yard because we have we have a lot of leaves. And that's, that's organic gold. And I'll take a lot of those leaves and just... After I've worked my soil and it's ready for next spring, I'll put the leaves on top of my garden, garden beds. Because over the winter, those break down. It composts. Now, some of them I'll have to take off in the spring. But for the most part, I can just work them in, in the in the
1: spring. Any soil amendments we should be using? And, like, also, how do we know? How would we find out? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. You know, uh, the fall, autumn, is a perfect time to have your soil tested. And you can just reach out to any extension office, whether it's the Ada County Extension Office or the Canyon County Extension Office. It's best if you are in Ada County to go with Ada County and and so forth. And they can direct you to getting soil tested. Sometimes they'll run soil testing and you can take it right to the extension office. Other times they'll refer you to the organization who does it for us. And what that does is it tells you, if you get your soil tested and trust me, Having it done professionally is a, is money well spent rather than wasting your money on those little soil kits that you can buy at your local garden store or off the everything store. So what you want to do is find out, are, are you high in alkaline? Do you need to acidify your, your soil or vice versa? Is it too acidic? Do you need to have it be more alkaline? our area is known for its alkaline s- soil. And that's why uh, potatoes and onions grow so well here. Sometimes we can get a little high on the alkaline side.
1: What about pest and disease management? Now I know this trick of picking up our, our fruit and stuff around the bottom of our trees, but is there anything else we should be doing during the fall to prevent problems from carrying over?
2: I think it's all part and parcel of getting your your beds ready for spring because you've cleaned everything up. And uh, you've you maybe mulched on top of the garden beds, and that's going to prevent a lot of the critters from coming back in the the springtime. Also, you know cover crops you mentioned are great if you have a big space. But if you'll remember back to spring, how I explained to you that it's really important to rotate your crops. So if you're if you planted tomato plants in certain areas of your property, make certain. That you don't put them in the same place the next year. Give it, give it a year, because if you had uh, hornworms that eat tomatoes, you will have them again in that spot because they they could very well overwinter in that spot.
1: Does that make sense to you? Absolutely, and I followed your advice this year uh, with my squash because last fall you said to move them not a single squash bug this year. Oh. So you did it. <laughs> you fixed it. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, move move your crops around. If if you had squash bugs this year, move them to another
1: place next year. You mentioned bringing in green tomatoes, but what do people do with that other than fried green tomatoes? Oh, good question. But fried green tomatoes are delicious,
2: especially with a nice glass of wine. <laughs> so, anyhow, what what I've learned in the past is one year I decided to put all the methods of ripening tomatoes to the test. People would say, oh, put them in a brown paper bag and throw an apple in there because it it puts off ethylene and that will ripen them. Oh no, not an apple, throw a banana in there. And so I tried it all. I rolled them up in newspaper. I stacked them in newspaper and cardboard. I hung them in the garage on my husband's bicycle, upside down, (laughs) you know, take a whole plant, hang it upside down um and i can just picture him walking (laughs) out and seeing that and being like not again (sighs) master gardener stuff (laughs) (laughs) and and then i also did what i normally do and that was put them on the windowsills and and let those green tomatoes just ripen and um what i learned was it doesn't matter what you do they're all gonna ripen in the same amount of time unless you leave them in a cold garage then they ripen more slowly but I just put them on my windowsill, and as they ripened, I would use them, and they're they're delicious. People will say, "Oh my god, uh, what do I do with all the green tomatoes?" And
1: yeah, I do. always uh, put them in the cellar and forget about them. But this year, this is the year <laughs> that I don't remember put I them have. in the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I like the windowsill thing because then they're you're going to see them; they're going to ripen. To that point,
2: tomatoes are nightshade, so they'll ripen regardless. They don't mm-hmm. have to be in the sun. I just put them in the windowsill. Because that, like I said, that's the flat space I have.
1: <laughs> what advice can you give us about fall watering? I'm always so nervous because because I've heard, oh, water your trees a bunch in the fall. But then I've heard, actually don't. You don't want to saturate the roots too much. So what what can you tell us about fall watering? Good, good question. So in many of our
2: areas here around the Treasure Valley and beyond, the um, water season has ended, unfortunately. I know where I am. There's no more um, irrigation. So... Um, what I will do is give the trees a, a good drink before winter. I really will. And, you know, you just you just don't want those trees to go without. Um, I haven't heard anything about, satur- you, you know, you don't want to saturate, but you want to give them a good drink. Um, lawn, you know, you're good. If you can't water now, just keep mowing, but actually increase the height of your lawnmower because now is when you can have or no i'm sorry decrease you can have a short lawn right now because we're not we're not in the heat of the summer we always say mow it so that it's a a long length in the heat of the summer because then actually it shades uh, each blade of grass shades
1: one another so now you can have a short beautiful manicured lawn if you so desire okay here's something i found i've found very tricky what are your recommendations for pruning and trimming in Boise during the fall. I have, do not have this down. <laughs> uh, well, first
2: of all, I'll give you this
1: advice. If you need to prune
2: something, um, first go online and Google it, Google what you have. So I would say grape, um, grape grapevines grape pruning. And then I would put dot edu. And then what will come up is a university recommended technique for Pruning. And it will also discuss the time frame of pruning. Most of your trees, uh, most trees, you want to prune them when they're dormant. So that's like uh, late January, you know, that's that's when they go dormant or when you can be assured that they're dormant. So you'll find me out pruning my Asian pear, my cherry tree, my plum trees and my apple tree in um, early February, late January, that sort of thing.
1: That is so great to know. I've been real hard on myself this week for not getting the trees trimmed. But there you go. I'm way too early. (laughs) You are so smart. (laughs) Okay, before we let you go, I want to ask you this. So uh, I had read that the Farmer's Almanac is predicting a very wintry winter a very wet cold wintry winter for Boise and um, some beekeepers I know said that they are also predicting the same thing because um, the bees are putting honey really close together in the hives which mm. usually which I, apparently the old guy beekeepers I know say that can mean you're in for a rough winter do you you're my farmer's almanac Gretchen uh, do you have you noticed fuzzier caterpillars anything that makes you think we might be in for a rough winter Oh heck, I haven't seen anything just yet, but I'll
2: will okay. bring it on. I want to ski, so you know <laughs> that's a bonus. Um, and we need the water. We always need the water here, so I'm I'm
1: I'm good with that. And bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true ski bunny. <laughs> what can I say? Anything else we should know before we go?
2: You might want to write down in your garden journal, which I hope everybody has. Um, how your garden fared or your yard, how the grass did this summer, how your trees did. And then when things ripened and when you had to bring them in or when the flowers bloomed and when you had to cut them for cut flowers, that sort of thing, because that just gives you a roadmap going forward. So it's a good
1: time right now to think about that and write it down. I love how organized you are and i aspire to it daily <laughs> i want i want to be that good of a gardener well gretchen thank you so much as always it's such a delight and i hope you have the best skier you've ever had Oh, thank you emma
0: That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. Tomorrow is election day, so have fun voting if you haven't already. And be sure to follow our Hey Boise newsletter this week for results. We'll be back tomorrow morning with our Basque Block faves, and then be sure to tune in Thursday morning for our analysis of local election results. Bye!